What's up, guys? Welcome to another edition of the Current Era Pod. I am your host, Julian, and today is a special edition of the Current Era Pod. Um, I uh, didn't release an episode on Monday uh, for obvious reasons, for everybody knows by now, but um, Kobe has passed away. Um, him and his daughter, Gianna, and uh, seven other people tragically passed away in a uh, helicopter crash for those of you that listen to the pod you guys know how i feel about kobe you guys know that i have two heroes two idols two people that i put on a pedestal in my life one's the rock and the other is kobe i've loved kobe for as long as i can remember i'm going to try to get through this without being overly emotional obviously it's tough um because like i said i mean i I was i was such a i was such a, a stan um, to be honest, I still can't really believe it. Um, I think in a way I've, I've convinced myself that it isn't real, which isn't healthy for my mental health, but, uh, accepting it could be worse. I don't know, but, um, that's why I didn't have an episode for you, for anybody that cared. Uh, to be honest, I am still grieving, but I know Kobe would, uh, would absolutely want me to continue. And I know as cheesy as that sounds, um, it's the truth. So here I am, new episode of the pod. Uh, Javar and I recorded this NBA All-Star pod actually the day before we got the news about Kobe. So obviously what we talk about on the pod isn't going to include any of that. To be honest, I don't know if I'm ready to do a pod talking about Kobe. I, I just don't know if I'm ready emotionally to do it. But um, yeah. Anyway, guys, thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening. Um, I really appreciate it. Really appreciate all the love and support. Um, I, uh, For a moment, I'm not going to lie, I thought about quitting the pod. The news hit me really, really hard. But I will continue. I will continue the pod. You will have new episodes every Monday and Friday. And, um, yeah, guys, I'm really, really, I'm trying to gather my thoughts. I'm sorry. Again, if I sound like I'm just rambling, uh, but this is, uh, it's just, it's just tough to deal with, but, um, I've seen so many motivational posts, so many, um, just, just good things shared about Kobe in the last 72 hours. Um, I mean, as of right now, it's what time is it? It's 3.01 Wednesday morning as I'm recording this. Uh, they put postponed the Lakers and the Clippers, uh, Lakers and the Clippers, <laughs> They postponed the Lakers and the Clippers game that was supposed to be on Tuesday uh, out of respect for the Bryant family. And um, shout out, not shout out, but Vanessa, Natalia, Bianca, Capri, um, the the entire Bryant family that was completely devastated by this. Um, Make sure to keep you in our thoughts and our prayers and everybody else that was affected. Um, One girl was on there with her dad and her mom. And, uh, yeah, man, just a horrible, horrible situation. Um, really horrible, really horrible. Anyway, today's episode, guys, we are going to do NBA All-Star Preview. So, as I said earlier, Javar and I recorded this episode right before, um, or the Saturday, well, I guess this past Saturday, Saturday, January 25th, we gave our our NBA All-Star Reserve picks. We talked about the uh, debut of Zion Williamson. We talked about the NBA All-Star starters that were announced and, you know, if we agreed or disagreed. So we had a really fun conversation. Um, the guys on TNT inside the NBA, they're going to announce the NBA All-Star Reserves this Thursday. So we'll find out if our picks were right or not. But we still had a fantastic conversation, guys. So I can't wait for you to hear it. Um, we're back in the swing of things here in the Current Era Podcast. So thank you again for listening, guys. Thank you for uh, being with me. Shout out to everybody that reached out to me on Sunday. Uh, it was an extremely tough day, but so many people reached out to me personally, uh, which really made me feel good. So thank you for everybody that reached out because you know how much of a fan I am of Kobe. And um, that is officially enough talking, guys. Let's go ahead and get to the episode. All right, Javar, what's up, man? We're back. We're uh, doing another NBA special. It's the coming up on All Star Weekend, man. So you know we had to get a pod in for the NBA. Uh, what's going on over there, man? How you been? We haven't done one in a while. 
Yeah, man, life is good. Can't complain. Uh, it's been a, it's been a, been a that, that part of the season where you, you kind of have to make up storylines in a sense, but there's some <laughs> stuff going on. Leading yeah. to the trade deadline and All-Star, like you said. So, For sure, for sure. ESPN is definitely making up storylines. I, I, I don't know if you saw, th- th- this isn't on the rundown, but I don't know if you saw, they... Um, Steph Curry did the all the smoke pot with uh, Matt yeah. Barnes and uh, Stephen Jackson, and they were trying to say because Steph didn't name LeBron in his all-time starting five that Steph was trying to throw shade at LeBron. I was just like, oh my god! Like I, I literally turned the channel, just like wow, it's it's it's, it's definitely that time of year. Was this on first take? I saw them talk about it on the jump. Yeah, it was on the jump. That's where I saw it. Yeah, I'm just like, come on, bro. I like I liked uh, Scotty's explanation there. He was just like, you know. But, you know, when you're when you're in between the lines and you're playing against certain, you know, guys and they're your rivals, you're not going, you know, list, list them in a list like that. Right. And Steph didn't have any current players, really. So, nope. Which is, you know, it's it, it's a it's a non story. But like you said, it's at that time of the year, right before the All-Star break. Guys are tired. There's nothing going on. There's no trades going on. So there's like, yeah, uh, we need content. But that's why like Zion is such a big deal. Yeah, for sure. Hey, great segue. Zion Williamson, he finally debuted last Wednesday. Um, you know, the New Orleans Pelicans is uh they're they're, they're taking his his uh in, introduction to the league very slowly. He's playing like in 3 to 4 minute bursts. Uh but that fourth quarter was just absolutely amazing. Um but I don't want to say too much, man. Give me your thoughts on what you've seen from Zion these past two games. Well, you know, like they're they're taking it really easy. Uh the team is kind of struggling to play around him. Like, uh, like Brandon Ingram isn't really getting the shots in the spots he likes. I think, I think he got used to like the spacing that they had, uh, when they were kind of starting him at the four and kind of having a lot of guards out there. But Zion in particular, he looks fantastic, uh, offensively. Um, I mean, uh, what, what can you say? Like he has <laughs> such, such like a gravity to him. Like it seems like opposing players already kind of respect him or kind of scared him a little bit. They, they don't really jump with him. They don't really, they, they don't want to get in the way. He's so like quick and, and for his size, like he just moves so quickly, like side to side, quick jumps, uh, you know, just his fast twitch muscles. Um, we haven't even really seen him fully do anything crazy athletic. He, he's had some nice plays here and there, but. It's mostly just been his skill and touch that is just so impressive for someone his size. It's, he's just such a unique player, man. I, I'm, I'm just salivating. Like I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> trying to like quell the hype. I haven't really bought in and watched all the videos and watched all the pregame stuff. I mean, because the NBA is just hyping him like crazy. Like ESPN mm-hmm. is just all on his jock. Mm-hmm. But he's, he's the real deal, man. I can't even front. What about you? Man, I am drinking all the Kool-Aid. Um, I am <laughs> on the Zion train. Listen, I've seen enough. And I said this at Duke. I don't watch college basketball because I honestly believe that they're just not talented enough for me to watch. But Zion Williamson was the exception. I've watched this kid at Duke, and I saw it. Like I was like, wow, this guy is in a league of his own out there. Like He is a man amongst boys. When he gets to the league, it's going to be easy for him everybody was trying to say that oh he's just a dunker he's just athletic watch the game use your eyes he is so much more than a dunker zion williamson can play the game of basketball this kid has a motor unlike anything i've ever seen and like you said he is so quick he's so strong i mean like <laughs> the guys in the league are not jumping with him for that reason they seen the highlights they ain't trying to get dunked on they ain't trying to yeah, get bodied <laughs> so like they they know what it is and his his nba debut was was fantastic like in that, let's go through that, that fourth quarter, he bro. So, he was so bad. I don't want to say bad, just rusty and couldn't. I mean, it, out of rhythm. It, 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 they kept but, playing him two, three minutes. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say like that. How can you develop a rhythm in three in three minutes? But also, it's his first NBA game ever. Like in like it's the middle of the season where 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 guys are already in their stride. Like they they they've already got their rhythm throughout the season. They're they're already in NBA shape because it's halfway through the season. Zion's literally being plucked. From Duke being dropped in there because he hasn't really done anything since. So, I mean, I remember <laughs> you were texting and, and you were about to turn the channel or something like that. It was like, "Up, oh, Zion, about to get taken out. I'm turning it off. It's game over." Yeah, yeah, because uh, it was it was the third quarter and like you know they, they were down by like 15. I was like, "Okay, well, he's he, he's not going to come back. Like, why would he?" And luckily, yeah, I, I stayed and watched the game till the fourth. And woo, well, he was he, he hit all them threes. He had that that lob. That uh, that that you know, I guess Pirtle blocked him, but then he got it back and made the right layup. Like 
these these are things that you just can't teach, bro. Like you you see the 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 IQ, the the explosiveness. Like he's he, he's going to be special. Yeah. His second game was even more impressive to me because uh, mm-hmm. he, he kind of did a lot more one-on-one moves and, and, and you know, caught it in the post or caught it in, in movement, uh, yep. had, had some nice defensive plays and nice rebounds, his impact. I mean, the team was just mm-hmm. – couldn't get nothing going except for when he was in the game. Yeah. And, you know, he's, he, he's, a, he, he's a pretty decent passer, too, for his size. Yeah. Um, he, he, he sees the court really well. And, you know, on the – yeah, his handle, man. Um, but on the defensive end – I was, I was expecting it. Like he's he's never played at NBA speed, so like guys were blowing by him. He he was missing coverages, but like, I, I mean, I got to give him a break right now. Like literally, yeah. it's it's his first and second NBA game ever. So I'm Most willing to give him a break. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, but once he once he learns how to move and learns coverages and learns game plans and things like that, I have no doubt that he'll be fine. That that block he had last night. Um, oh, wh- where was it? That was ridiculous. Like he just threw that shit. I mean, my goodness. He got up so high. It's it's. Uh, he's must see TV, man. It's it's for exciting. sure. It's exciting. Yeah, I'm, you, you just really hope for them to make the make the playoffs, man. They got to get it together. Yeah, I, I'm I'm definitely gonna watch every Pelicans game that that he's playing in from now on. Um, I'm not gonna miss it. So like yesterday, they they, they had a game on ESPN. I was like, ESPN's lost their mind. Why are they not moving this game and putting on Zion's game? But, yeah, whatever. Um, speaking of the ESPN game, I think it was the Clippers and the Heat. Uh, Clipperland, man, what, what's going on? Um, it seems like there's some some trouble in paradise, apparently. I mean, even though Patrick Beverly and Lou Williams have both spoken out and saying that the reports are false, the reports came from somewhere. Um, and I'm sure you, you know a lot more about it than me, so I'll let you go into what's going on in Clipperland. Okay, you mean explain. So basically, there's a story that came out in The Athletic um, by national writer Sam Amick and uh, a local beat writer, Jovan Buddha, I think his name is. And um, the gist of it is that, um, you know, the Clippers' last couple of years have been a scrappy underdog team and, you know, got led by guys like Pat Beverly and Lou Will. Montrezl Harrell has, has emerged over the last year or so. Um, you know, those guys made the playoffs by just playing every day hard, you know, with heart and grit. And that's kind of been the mantra that they thought they were going to take on when they brought in Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. But Kawhi Leonard, well, both of them, uh, you know, they don't really practice a lot. Uh, they're in and out the lineups, uh, playing every other day or whatever. Paul George in particular has been kind of injured a lot this season. Um, and, you know, they get preferential star treatment, getting, uh, I don't know, get, getting extra – uh, I don't know, guys around like their entourage or whatever around them, uh, mm-hmm. uh, getting extra, extra, you know, like not having to practice, getting ex- extra times of treatment, getting getting to decide when they're going to go practice or do shoot arounds, and uh, you know the travel schedules, all the all the little <laughs> parts that stars get. Yep, I guess uh, you know guys are kind of get were jealous about that or, or didn't, you know, just wasn't used to that or it was a tough adjustment for them, and then. Uh, you know, their play has just been a little inconsistent. They've been playing pretty good, really, in the last couple of weeks. But, um, you know, for most of the season, they've kind of been up and down. And um, guys like Montrez Harrell, who's a free agent after this season, you know, he, he's trying to he's trying to play every day. He's trying to win. He's trying to get numbers because he's trying to get paid. And mm-hmm. like, a, like a couple of weeks ago, he was kind of frustrated after a bad loss. When they were in a, a rough stretch, he was basically like, you know, just mouthing off in, in, to the media saying, they're they're not a great team right now, and they they don't have the great chemistry. They, you know, just kind of whining, right? Just vent vent a little bit. Um, so, really, you know, they're just really growing pains. It's the, the gist of the story is that it hasn't been as smooth as everybody thought. You know, coming into the season, everybody thought they just oh you add Kawhi Leonard and Paul George oh that's sixty wins right there best team in the league automatic. <laughs> and you know they've been inconsistent. They they. The Lakers, so they feel good about that, but they also got stopped by like the Bucks. They've lost to the Rockets a couple times and other contenders here and there. So, you know, um, but Kawhi Leonard has kind of been through this. You know, he, he's this, he, everybody knows he just doesn't take the regular season that serious and he's going to make sure he's healthy for the playoffs. He's kind of been fighting this degenerative, nagging in- injury with his uh, quad and his knee. All right. So that's just something he's always going to deal with. So load management, injury management, he's always going to be doing that for the rest of his career. And uh, Paul George has legitimately been hurt. So it's kind of one of those things where they just expect to, after the All-Star break, probably 
go on a good run and be right for the playoffs. But the gist of the story is just it's, it's not been as smooth sailing as they thought. So what yeah. are your thoughts when you've heard all that? Is you know, it really that serious or is it just the media trying to make something out of nothing? So I think, well, I, I, well, it's twofold. So first thing is, I don't think this got a lot of coverage, which is weird because if this is a story about the Lakers, TNT, ESPN, ABC, everybody would be on it. But like First Take didn't say anything about this. Uh, the Jump barely had a segment about it. Um, I mean, it, it was barely a trending on Twitter. It's, it's just weird how how stuff like that just, you know, people just don't care about when it comes to the Clippers. Um, yeah, I was about to say, I, at least major media outlets. Well, I think even the feedback they get, I, I just I don't think Clippers push the needle. <laughs> yeah, uh, Maybe it's because of the load management thing, fans are tuning them out or what, but I, I just don't think the Clippers are as big of a draw. I even hear, like, for, like, in Staples Center, you can find cheap tickets on game nights, like, yeah. almost every night, whereas for the Lakers, it's always sold out. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the, the, the story as a whole, I mean, I don't really care, to be honest. Uh, hopefully they implode. I love it. I'm a Lakers fan. I want them to have as much drama, um, and I want them to not like each other so we can beat them in the playoffs. But, um, honestly, I, I don't think it's true, just because Pat, Pat Beverly and Lou Williams both spoke out about it. It was just like, where are your sources? Um, point me to the sources. But, Yeah. Well, really it have. hasn't all been rosy there, and it, like you kind of no, it hasn't. It's just interesting, you know. The Lakers have been rolling all year, but when they have a bad a losing streak, four game losing streak, or you know a bad loss, everybody's talking about all this controversy and should the Lakers make a move, should they trade, blah blah blah. Right. But the Clippers just go under the radar when they kind of been inconsistent. So it's just yeah. interesting. Very true, man. Um, the Golden State Warriors they traded Willie Cauley Stein, good young center, to the Dallas Mavericks. Now, for those of you that don't know, Dallas is, I mean, obviously, they're a great team right now. Luka Doncic, riding star. They just lost um, one of their big men, Dwight Powell. He tore his Achilles in a game last week. Um, so they really needed a big man. And uh, they went out and got Willie Cauley-Stein, who I feel like is a great fit for the style they play. I think Luka's going to really love him um, just because of his versatility. Um, Willie Cauley-Stein is basically a young Tyson Chandler. He, he runs. He's long. He can throw lob. I mean, he, he can catch lobs. Um, I, I really think this is a great move for Dallas. What about you? Well, he's that type of prototype, right? But um, I don't. I don't think his IQ is quite there. He's kind of just like a young Javale, kind of. <laughs> okay. not, not you know, not Shaq in the full type stuff like Javale does, but just you know, jumping out of place and and not being positionally in the right spot, but trying to get blocks from tra- you know trailing behind guys type stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But he's athletic and. Um, I think Rick Carlisle and Luca, like you said, will get them get the most out of them. I wonder if they're, if they're going to start them or what. But I think that was a good little fringe move. I still think the Mavericks might want to think about making another move or two. You know, just nothing crazy, but uh, nothing that's going to mortgage your future or anything. But you know, I think they could still get better. I, th- I think they could still try to get another impact big or another uh, big wing on defense. And as for the Warriors, like, what do you what do you make out of this? They kind of just giving away for a fifty. Yeah, 52nd pick or something, 55th pick. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. I mean, listen, the Warriors are, you know, we've spoken about it. They're in full tank mode. Um, And I guess Willie Cauley-Stein's too good. He he out there trying to win for real. So, all right, nigga, you got to get out of here. Um, Well, they ain't winning with him either. I think they're just (laughs) clearing a roster spot, really, trying to clear clear some cap. Yeah, probably so. I mean, the Warriors don't matter this season. I mean, I don't know. It, it doesn't matter what they do. Um, the most important thing about the Warriors is that Steph, Clay, and Draymond are getting rest, even though Draymond's playing every night for some reason. Um, but yeah, or you know, it, they could be trying to clear cap to to get D'Lo uh, to get D'Lo out of there. So we'll see. No, I don't, I don't see them making any crazy moves at the deadline. Maybe in the summer, if any stars are available, <laughs> Giannis or uh, <laughs> anything, anything like that. But yeah, Simmons or something, or maybe Embiid. Shoot, are we talking about the Sixers at all? No, it's not. All right, go ahead, sir. Yeah, um, Houston, Houston Rockets, man, they're five and five in their last ten games. Um, you know, James Harden is scoring all these points still, but they can't seem to win most games. They were just on like a four-game losing streak or something like that. Um, shout out to Russell Westbrook though; he's been balling uh, for the past week. <laughs> but um, yeah. what's your thoughts on Houston, man? Because uh, they're in trouble. Well, is you know when you got 
your your two stars, Westbrook and Harden, both taking 20, 25, 30 shots a night. Uh, it just seems like the role, they're not getting anything out of the role players. They don't really have much other than Capella, PJ Tucker, and a whole bunch of guys that just Eric hang Gordon. around on the. Oh, yeah, Eric Gordon. A whole bunch of guys that just hang around and shoot threes, corner threes. But they they just don't seem to be getting anything out of those guys, really, on a night to night basis. It's. And I just don't really see what else they can do. They don't have a lot of cap flexibility. They're 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 capped out to be honest. Um, and their owner's kind of cheap. He, if they're not winning with this team, he's he's gonna want to do something to get under the tax. So, I mean, are we like? Because this not, this isn't gonna work. They're not winning nothing with this team. They might make it to the, they're gonna make it to the playoffs. Might get bounced in the first round or second round. Mm-hmm. What, what's gonna happen this summer? What's gonna happen in the future of this team? And you got Westbrook and Harden. Signed to these super max long term deals. I mean, nobody really wants Westbrook. Maybe like the Knicks or somebody. I don't know, but <laughs> you know, I, I think Mike D'Antoni. This is last year as, as a coach. Um, he's probably on the way out if they have disappointing finish. Daryl Morey, who's starting all this, all this, tr- this trouble with China. I'm sure his owner isn't too happy with him. Uh, so this this might be a, you know. Gut check for the Rockets because there might be a lot of changes this summer. They might end up having to trade Harden to blow it up. Wow, you know I think I think after this season, if um, if Mike D'Antoni does leave, I think get, getting a, a new coach in there that can run a new system would would really help Houston. Um, just because I mean, the way they play now is running gun, you know, seven seconds or less to an extent. So I feel like maybe if they get somebody to slow it down a bit. I mean, obviously, you've you know the the team you have now is built for the running gun. But you know, if if you can make some offseason moves and maybe get a new coach with a better system that that has more movement instead of just pick and rolls and threes and layups, then you know maybe maybe Houston could be better and more of a threat. But as it stands right now, I've said it before, Houston's going home in the first round. It's funny if the playoffs were to start today, they would have the Clippers in the first round, and uh, I'm taking the Clippers, but. I mean, yeah, who, who in the West do you think they really match up well with? I guess I, I think I would probably take them against maybe Denver and Utah. Yeah, for maybe. sure. Um, I think, Denver I think the, for sure. The Mavericks would beat them. Uh, yeah, I do too, dude. I, I'm so high on the Mavericks. Like, uh, like right now, like I said, like if <laughs> if the playoffs started right now today, what's today? Sunday, January? No, Saturday, January 25th. Denver and Dallas were playing the first round. I'm taking Dallas. Like, <laughs> Dallas would would have the best two players on the court, in my opinion, and Luca and Porzingis. You um, think Porzingis is better than Jokic? Stop absolutely. Absolutely. Stop I think it. he is. Yes, bro. Look, Jokic is good. Don't get me wrong. But Porzingis, bro, he, he – I, I, You mean like the, my the Knicks Porzingis, not this, not this Porzingis? Yeah, this yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm talking about who, who Porzingis really is. Like, I mean – but like, even so, even, even, if, even if I slid uh, Jokic to second best player in that series and had uh, Porzingis third – Okay. <laughs> I agree with I mean, that because the Nuggets just got a well, the Mavericks and Nuggets both just got a whole bunch of role players, really. I, yeah. don't, I don't see why the people why people hype the Nuggets up so much. I mean, they're a deep team, but they just got a whole bunch of guys. Jamal Murray ain't it. I, mean, I don't even get started start on him. I, I'm kind of a <laughs> hater on Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray hater. I yeah. With the Lonzo beef back in the day. <laughs> For sure. Oh, we I haven't forgotten. I haven't forgotten. Uh, Memphis, man. Oh, they're can current... we talk about the Sixers right quick? Yeah, go ahead. I know it's not in the rundown, but... Go ahead. Bring it up. So, Embiid has been hurt for, like, the last week or two. Yep. And they have been playing a lot better, man. Like, they just... Embiid and Simmons cannot play together. Mm-hmm. Like, whenever one or the other is hurt, they, they are not playing for whatever reason. They, they play so much better. I mean... <laughs> they, got a, they got some hard decisions this summer, too. I know Embiid's the better player, but if he's always hurt, and getting gassed in the, by the end of the season, they might have to think about trading him and keeping him, keep him Ben. I mean, Philly's going to do what they're going to do. If they do trade MB, please trade him to the Lakers. No, I'm just playing. But, uh, <laughs> man, I mean, look, right now they're 6-4 they're, they're and four in the last 10. Um, they, I mean, they're 20-2 and two at home, but they're still, what, 6 in the East right now? So a good road team. Yeah. They're nine they still and got 15. flaws, but they're just they just look a lot better right now without. Yeah, they look more fluid. Look like yeah. they actually know what they're doing out there. No, I agree. But is that style of play gonna win in the postseason? I mean, do they need each other in the postseason? So, it's it's, it's tough, man. 
I mean, if I'm Philly, I'm about to say that's that's what I'm saying. Like, if if I'm Philly, I want Joel Embiid. Like, I would have traded Ben Simmons a long time ago, but that's just me. Hmm. Okay, I, I thought you were gonna like really overreact to me saying they should trade Embiid, but nope. Like, mm, I mean, look, you're right. I agree with you. <laughs> I mean, they uh, they play better with with one or the other on the court, but. I just don't think one or the other is going to do it in the postseason. And Philly wants to win a championship now. They think that they're good enough to win a championship now. And they've got both of the guys now. So they've got to deal with it. They've got to learn how to play together, which I don't know if that's going to happen. But we'll see. And B for hard and who says no? <laughs> no, just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Embiid for Harden. Hmm. Let me think about that. Hmm. I don't That'll know be... how Simmons and Harden would play together. I mean, what you mean? James Harden would get the ball, dribble, 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 dribble. <laughs> right. Simmons is going to be a role player. Yeah. yeah. Simmons, Simmons is going to be a spot-up shoot shooter. Threes, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Mm-mm-mm. Okay. Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, John Morant and the Memphis Grizzlies. They're 21-24. and 24. They're sitting in the eighth spot in the West. They are a half a game ahead of the San Antonio Spurs. Um, they're 8-2 and two in their last 10 games. Like, what? What the hell is Memphis doing? Why are they winning basketball games? Are they for real in your opinion? Um, I mean, they're really exciting, man. They got a really good young core. They do. Um, I mean, Jaron Jackson, John Morant, Brandon Clark, Dylan Brooks, and then uh, they got you know Jonas Valanciunas is solid, and you know getting some some decent uh, contributions from from the, really all throughout the team. So, but the main thing is just like I don't think people realize how good John Moran is. I mean, he's just a hooper, bro. Like he, yeah, he's not just a typical athletic slash and point guard. He's actually shooting 40% or near from three. I last time I checked and, uh, making his free throws. He's, he makes smart decisions. He's just really running the team, just real solid out there. And, um, Jaron Jackson jr. He's, he's kind of, he's kind of been up and down this year, but he's, he's a very unique player because he's a stretch big that, uh, defense shots. He's real similar to like a Porzingis type. Does not as tall. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, like Brandon Clark, he's kind of just this under-the-radar guy. Uh, I think this is the second year. He's kind of like a 3-and-D athletic mold player. Um, and, man, I don't know. Like, I, I like their team, man. Um, when it comes down to it, I want to see either them or the Pelicans in the eighth seed. I want, I want some, some more new blood. I don't. I, please, no more Blazers, no more Spurs. <laughs> no Spurs. My gosh. Yes, please don't. Yeah. Um, but what about you? Do you like this team? Do, do you think they're for real? Um, no, I don't. I know you want, um, I know you want Zion, but yeah, no, I mean, but I mean, you know, personal bias aside, I, I do appreciate that John Morant is a show. Um, like you said, he is a hooper. This dude knows how to play the game. Uh, he is so quick out there. So athletic. Um, even, I mean, for, for a rookie, he's like extremely composed, which I love about him, but I don't think the Grizzlies are for real. They're just, they're, they're on a little high, which, which is fine. I mean, the Suns were doing really well in the beginning of the season, and look at them now. So when it's all said and done, I don't think them or, or Oklahoma City, to be honest, will be in the playoffs. Um, I think I think the Spurs will, will squeak in, unfortunately. And, I mean, as much as I don't want it to happen, I think Portland's probably going to sneak in, too. Um, why, I mean, why do you say – so, So okay, what, what is the reasoning behind that? Why do you think they're just, so, just going to hit a wall or something? You mean the Grizzlies? Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, I mean, the Grizzlies, at the end of the day, your stars are are, are going to win you games most nights in a regular season. So the, the, the Grizzlies are in a tougher conference, which is the West. Um, they're going to play more Western Conference opponents than the East, and I just feel like they're going to lose more games. So, I mean, right now, they're, they're already three games under five hundred. Like I said, they've only got a half-game lead over the Spurs right now. Um and the Spurs, I'm, I'm just sick of counting them out. Uh, Greg Popovich is an all-time great coach, and they, they still have good players. They've still got Patty Mills that don't want to miss. they still got DeMar DeRozan, who's been in and out of the lineup, but he's mostly been healthy for the last week or so. They've still got LaMarcus Aldridge, who we, we saw in that Pelicans game, is still a force to be reckoned with. Um, I mean, they're just they're, 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 they're a good team that's playing in a good system, and they're, they're, they're peaking right now. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to disrespect the Spurs. In Portland... I don't know. I just it's just a feeling about Portland just because Dame's been playing so well. But you know, I, I mean, I, I hope I'm wrong. I want yeah. I'm, I hope I'm wrong, and I hope New Orleans makes it. But 
I don't know. Why, why do you think the Thunder is going to fall out? Same reason. Like, I, 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 like I mean, yeah. Games up. They're eight games up right now of uh, over 500. But I mean, I just. To my over like seventh, eighth. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, same reasons. I I, I just don't. Hopefully, they'll, they'll, they'll trade team. and blow it up. I, they are. They are. You're right. They are. I mean, they they certainly have the fortitude to be in the playoffs. I just don't want to see them, basically, is what I'm trying to say. Okay. I don't, okay. don't want to see the. Like, they're, they're, they're not going to do anything. Why are they making the playoffs? I don't. I don't, don't, don't want to see them, but I think they're going to make it at this point. Like they're they they're so far up above five hundred. I mean, they're like <laughs> they're 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 about to make it to the six seed if the Rockets keep playing. Yeah. Um, and uh, Chris Paul, you know, he's he's still. I think he's an All Star level player. I mean, we'll we'll talk about All Star reserves. Um, mm-hmm. And Shea Gilders Alexander is basically filling in as as a quasi star type of player right now, averaging like twenty one. Uh, Seven and seven, something like that around there, on good yeah. efficiency, and they've got the same kind of core that they had in the last couple of years of making the playoffs. You still got Stephen Adams and Schroeder and uh, all these guys. Um, Gallinari, yeah, Gallinari, who's a, his a, I mean, he's having a really good year as well. So, yeah, I see them making. I don't see them doing nothing. I mean, I think they'd just be happy to make the playoffs because it doesn't really matter to them since they got all these picks from Westbrook and Paul George trade. Yeah. But uh, like I said, to me, it's just a preference thing. I, I just don't want to see them in the playoffs because what's the point? Um, they're not going to win anything. I, I'd rather see Zion uh, in that in that AFC. But, but okay, you talking about the Blazers? What's the point of them? Like they're just another team that's just been you know beating their head <laughs> against the wall the last five years. Yeah, uh, they need to blow it up. So they do. I, I'd like them to just not make the playoffs, make some harsh decisions this summer too, because it's spent about that time. Um, whether Nuggets just, comes back or not, I don't. I don't see yeah. what's the point. I just don't think that they're going to do that. I mean, Portland. You know, I I, I put him on here just because Dame had a big night the other night. He dropped sixty one. Um, you know, Yusuf Nurkic is actually doing full practices now, so that's great. Hopefully, he can come back soon. But even even if he does come back this year, he's not going to be the same this year. It's going to take him at least a full season to get back to Yusuf Nurkic. Nurkic. Um, I mean, to be honest, right now Portland's eight games under five hundred. They're what? What are they? They're two and a half games out of the eighth spot. So I mean, it's not impossible for them to sneak in there. Uh, but like you said, even if they do sneak in there, they're just going to get destroyed by us or Utah in the first round. But I just feel like with their level of talent and because Dame is is a show, I would rather see them in the playoffs than a team like Oklahoma City or the Spurs. That's just my opinion. Gotcha. So, All-Star, NBA All-Stars coming up. Like we said, that's what we're doing this whole pod about. Um, and we haven't talked about All-Stars at all. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, the NBA starters, NBA All-Star starters were revealed. Uh, did you have any surprises? Because I absolutely did. Uh, no, I mean, it pretty much went just as the fan returns went. There wasn't, I mean, the players in the media mostly agreed with the fans, too. So, yeah. only thing I was, I mean, I wouldn't say surprised, but I... I kind of nitpick. I wish that they had Jimmy Butler as a guard. I, I was voting for Butler instead of Pascal Siakam, just as I think he does. Uh, Butler deserved to make it, right? Um, and Pepe, Siakam did too, but he's been, kind of been hurt. Um, so that's that's my only gripe. I think I would, I, I would even keep Trey Young. It, it, either Trey Young or Kimba got to go and and start Jimmy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. Like a lot of people have made such a big deal about Trey Young making it because he's on the worst team in the league, but he's averaging like twenty nine and nine. I mean, that's. That's all-star numbers for sure. Yeah, I mean, uh, so uh, you, yeah. so you had some some surprises. What are you surprised about? Yeah, so yeah, Trey Young was the big surprise, and Pascal Siakam, just like you. Um, I was totally fine w- with the West. James Harden, Kawhi, Luka Doncic, LeBron, and AD. I think that five in the West was was set. I mean, I, I don't think there's any issue with anybody in that in that five. But in the East, I was surprised that Siakam made the starting lineup. Uh, I, I definitely had him as an all-star. But like you said, he's been in and out the lineup. Now, as as far as his production, he absolutely has all-star numbers. And Toronto is a lot better than more people gave him credit for. I mean, I thought that they were going to be good. But, I mean, they're, they're 31 and 14. There's no way I thought they were going to be this good. So, you know, okay, Siakam makes it. But like you said, Trey Young, I, it's, even, even with his numbers, bro, the Hawks are 11 and 35. They literally have the second worst record in the league. Um I mean, is it is is it a lot of empty stats? Like, I don't know. And listen, I, I mean, I'm I'm not trying Hawks to hate. Do you watch? That's, I don't 
that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not, I'm, 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 I'm not a Hawks fan. I'm not trying to hate on Trey Young, um, but Jimmy Butler should have been starting. Like you said, the the fact that they classify him as a small forward instead of a guard, that's, I mean, whatever. But regardless, I, I think the guys that deserve to start should be starting. But, um, you know, it's a surprise uh, and, and that I forgot to mention is that uh, I didn't expect Luka to get number one for the player vote for guards, too. I mean, man, oh, they, yeah. everybody respects Luka. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. He's completely taken over everybody's hearts and minds. Yeah, man. How can you not? Dude is fantastic um speaking of the all-star man let's uh let's book the reserves so obviously the nba all-star reserves are going to be announced on thursday on tnt but we're going to go ahead and pick now and see how we stack up so i hope you have a east and a west um give me your eastern conference reserves first okay for my the eastern conference i've got jimmy butler of course mm-hmm. i've got bam Adebayo. okay uh, uh, I've got Cal Lowry. I've got Chris oh, Middleton. Okay. I've got Sabonis, DeMontis Sabonis. Yep. I've got Jason Tatum. Okay. And I've got Ben Simmons. Wow. And you know the, the East is really it was tough. <laughs> really, both 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 the reserves were tough, but yeah, the East was was tough because you kind of scrape in the bottom of the barrel. I don't, I don't want to re- dis- completely disrespect these guys, but like, man, the West is just stacked compared to the East. Mm-hmm. So I only had four of the seven um, that that were similar or that were the same, I guess. And I tried to I tried to go by the All Star rule, so I picked three front court, two back court, and then two um, whatever the wild cards. wild cards, wild cards. So I also had Chris Middleton, Jimmy Butler, and Sabonis. I had those as my three front court guys. Uh, my back court I had Zach Levine from Chicago Bulls and Bradley Beal from the Wizards. Um, now, obviously, both of those guys are on poor teams, but if we're going to talk all-stars, if we're going to talk numbers, uh, I got to put both of those guys on there. Bradley Beal's been hooping lately. Zach, Zach Levine's been hooping for the Bulls all year, so um, got to give those guys a shout-out. Um, for my wild cards, I had Derrick Rose from the Detroit Pistons. I'm, I'm a Derrick Rose fan, bro. I love Derrick Rose. I don't care what you say. I want him to be in the all-star game. And I also had Jason Tatum as my wild card, just because the Celtics are so good. Um, they're 30 and 14, but also you have a pacer Sabonis. Sabonis. Yeah. Also, um, I want, I want Vince Carter back in the all-star game. Uh, I want him to, to get the Dirk and whiskey and Dwayne Wade treatment from Adam silver. And I want him to be in the all-star game too. But like you said, the East was so hard. I was like, Oh, oh, oh." but yeah, Ben Simmons. Absolutely. He's having a horrible year. He's averaging like 16 points. I'm not no. And the Sixers are sixth in the East. They're twenty nine uh, and seventeen. Have, did you have uh Kyle Lowry? No, I didn't. Um Siakam was enough for me. I felt like the um especially at, at that position, I feel like there were other guys that were more deserving. Yeah, you did have Adebayo. No, 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 I I didn't. Oh, oh you didn't. Okay. So yeah. that's the difference. You had you had Derek Rose, Zach Levine, and Bradley Bill. Yeah. Difference. And I had Ben Simmons, Ben Adebayo, and Kyle Lowry. Yeah. So, I mean, listen, all, all of those guys are deserving, but, you know, yeah. there's, there's going to be cuts. So we'll see who actually makes it. But, I mean, I tried to pick my guys based on how I felt they were having as individuals, and then I looked at the team success. So, yeah. <clears throat> Western okay. Conference. Western so Conference. West, so I got Dame Lillard, uh, Chris Paul, so as my guards. I got Jokic, Ingram, and Gobert as my front court. And then wild cards, I've got uh, Donovan Mitchell and Devin Booker. Wow. Okay. So we are six of seven on that one. Okay. okay. So uh, I have Gobert, Jokic, and uh, Brandon Ingram as my front court. Back court, Dame Lillard and uh, Donovan Mitchell. And my two wild cards were Chris Paul and I, I had Westbrook on here. So. Okay. I mean, you know, again, you can go either way with Devin Booker, uh, with Westbrook. I mean, I guess Westbrook's been been in it so many times, and I'm I'm not a fan, so let's 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 get Devin Booker in there. But uh, <laughs> I don't know. So who do you think is a lock in the West? Because this was tough too. Yeah. I mean, so I guess we kind of had six out of six out of six, seven the same. But so like you, a, a, a lock kind of shaky. Yeah. No, to me, so Gobert, Jokic, Donovan Mitchell, to me is a lock. Dame Lillard is a lock. Um, 
and to be honest, I think Westbrook's a lock. Um, but you know, CB three could go either way. Um, Brandon Ingram could go either way. You know, they. I'm, I'm sure the All Star coaches would try to get Paul George in there, but he, he's just been out of the lineup so much. It's hard for me to vote him as an All Star. Yeah. Um, but what about you? Yeah, pretty much nailed it. Um, I, I think I think they're going to put Chris Paul in. I think he's going to pretty much be a lock. Um, yeah. So yeah, I he deserves it for sure. Much, uh, probably going to come down to Ingram, Booker, and Westbrook as, as the the shaky ones. Yeah. So three guys fighting for two spots. Right. But all these all these injuries uh, between like Steph, Clay, KD, et cetera, et cetera. Kyrie George. Kyrie wasn't on our East team either. Yeah, I mean, there's going to be so many new All Stars this year, which is good. So, yeah, hopefully, hopefully, you know, um, the the All Star game will actually be exciting. You know, we'll, we'll we'll talk about that in a little bit. But um, Dwight Howard and Derrick Jones Jr. They are both actually confirmed for the dunk contest this time. So a lot of people were not necessarily happy about this. Um, obviously, there's still there's still two participants left to be named. Um, but what about you, man? What, 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 what's your thoughts on these two announcements? Man, like, dunk contest is just falling off, man. Like, we just, <laughs> we either just keep getting the same guys over and over. Ooh, Zach Levine, Eric Gordon. No, oh, let's just keep having them do it every year. Um, or we're just getting these randos, man. Like, guys don't want to do it no more. Like, where's John Morant? I know I, I want to see Zion, but I could understand, you know, not doing that coming off a of knee surgery, though. It's not like he doesn't do crazy dunks and warm ups every game. We all see those videos of him doing all those, but pretty oh, yeah. between the legs, every between day. the legs, easily so why too. I <laughs> just go on and enter the dunk contest. Stop playing. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's it's frustrating to me. Ever since LeBron decided not to do it, now guys are just too too cool. The stars are too cool to do dunk contests. So it's dying. It's or it's dead. Really, it's on life support. Had a, had a good few years when Zach Levine and Aaron Gordon did it, but we don't want to see that every year, do we? What are no, your thoughts? Am I just a sure. cranky person complaining on Twitter? Like, like you said? <laughs> well, Derrick Jones Jr. Now he does have some bunnies. He, he he'd be nice to yeah. see, but he, he's really a nobody. Like at the end of the day. Yeah. And Dwight Howard. So, I, mean, I mean, come on, he's like thirty-four. We we won't see that. <laughs> you know, there's there's again. I, I I think this is also twofold. I totally agree with with the fact that LeBron pretty much killed the dunk contest. No stars do it, which kind of takes away from the the allure and the, the mystique of the dunk contest. Um, but Dwight Howard has proven that, that he's a showman and you know, the, the, the dunk contest is always better when, when it's, when it's a show. Um, and Derek, uh, Derek Jones Jr. Like you said, the dude can fly. He can absolutely fly. So maybe he'll surprise us to be honest. I don't know if anybody was that hyped for the Aaron Gordon and Levine dunk contest until they went out there and started doing all these amazing dunks and everybody was like oh my god oh my god so hopefully hopefully you know whoever the last two people are announced you know ho- hopefully they can uh make it fun for us i mean john morant said that he didn't want to do it so we'll see what happens and, and like you said the, the, there's no way that the pelicans are going to let zion do it so we'll see yeah. um what am i at? oh <laughs> I thought this question here to make me laugh. Uh, Alex Caruso, he came in fourth place in the guards for the All-Star game. So the question is, should the fans be ashamed and should they be stripped of All-Star voting? Eh, no, because he didn't. Well, that's why they kind of have these safeguards. He could have been uh, first or second in fan voting, but he wouldn't have made it because he would have been like not ranked on the player voting and he would have been... No, not, not right right the media voting, so he wouldn't have gotten enough aggregate votes. So, yeah, you know, so ever since they put in that 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 new kind of how they count up the votes, it, it doesn't really make a difference. Yeah, but it's just it is kind of funny. I mean, that's why Westbrook <laughs> was going at him so hard last weekend because uh, uh, these Caruso, votes. yeah, Caruso has votes ahead of Westbrook. <laughs> Dang, yeah, man. Yeah, I, I mean. I mean, huh. otherwise, fans got it right, right? I mean, they got the right starters in. It's yeah, not for really sure. Any complaints there. For sure. Yeah. Uh, so this year, we, we kind of talked about it earlier. The All Star Game is going to have a whole bunch of new, new faces. Um, it, it actually makes me excited to actually watch the damn game because before I'm just like, you know, I, I don't care about D Wade throwing, throwing lobs to LeBron no more. I just don't care. Um, but what about you? Are, are you actually going to watch the All Star Game this time? 
Yeah, that was going to be my response. It's like, yeah, I'll be out of these new faces. I like to see, you know, Luca and Trey out there and, uh, you know, Jason Tatum's and Brandon Ingram, hopefully, you know, uh, Donovan Mitchell's. All, Gobert finally make it so he stopped crying, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Just got all this new blood out there. So uh, I'd be interested to see who, who Giannis and LeBron picks. Who, who do you think is going to be LeBron's first pick, AD? Yeah, it has to be. I mean, he so, was trying to troll and say, yeah, I don't know. I don't, yeah, he, he's going to pick AD for sure. So who's Giannis going to pick? Is it going to be Luka? He better pick Luka. I mean, if he's smart, he's going to pick Luka Doncic. But, <laughs> I mean, that's that, that's what I would pick. All right, let's do it. We're doing it right now. All right. Uh, you be All LeBron. Right. I'll be Giannis. Okay. All right. So I'm LeBron. I pick AD. Okay. I'm Giannis, so I definitely pick Luka Doncic. Okay. So the next pick, it ain't going to be Harden. It ain't going to be <laughs> – <laughs> no, let me stop. Hey. All right. So <clears> – oh. I'm picking MB. Damn. That's where I, exactly where I was going. Okay. Um, Assuming he's going to play, he might not even be. Yeah. All right. Give me Trey Young. Oh, wow. We've been a ball like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I guess I'll, I'll get Kawhi. Damn. Give me Siakam. Oh, we already got a squad, man. Y'all, y'all, too, y'all too little. <laughs> y'all not going to be able to kill up with us. We're going to run y'all at the court. <laughs> Yeah, y'all gonna have hell three three point shooters. Um, Is it Kimba or Harden? Yeah, I guess I keep, I'm picking Kimba then. I <laughs> <laughs> All right, I guess I got Harden. James Harden. Wouldn't it be hilarious if James Harden is the last pick? Wow, that would be. Who do you think is gonna be the last starter pick? Uh, it might be Harden. I think he was last year. Yeah, it could be. It'll be it'll be the hammers like Siakam or I don't know Kimba, but. Yeah, yeah. Um, my team would definitely run yours off the floor. Um, we 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 shooting from the logo. <laughs> every time, down, every right? time, with, yes, with, every time. With Giannis dunking otherwise. Yeah. Yep. 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 Okay. So speaking about the Lakers, the Lake Show. Obviously, both of us are huge Laker fans, man. We got the Clippers coming up on Tuesday. Uh, like I said, as we record this, we're recording on a Saturday. So, is Tuesday going to be the day we finally beat the damn Clippers? Man, uh, we better. I mean, I, I, what do I call George might not be playing. Um, he's yeah. kind of still been out with this this hammy deal, so that's kind of sucks. Because I want to play them full strength as much as as much as possible, right? See how we measure up. Um, this would be the last time I believe before the deadline. So, um, yep. you know, moves will probably be made depending on how this game goes. That you'd imagine, right? So, this is a big game, man. Um, we we at some point we've got to start beating these top teams. All right, I, we've had. Excuses kind of built in. Okay, opening night was all right. It's just the first game. Still got to get our rhythm and chemistry together. Okay, cool. Then we we get we lost to the Bucks. It was the end of a five game road trip. That was the last game, right? Okay, they were tired. They didn't look like themselves. Okay, then they placed they play the Clippers on Christmas. LeBron and AD coming off of injuries, and then LeBron gets hurt in the first uh, first quarter. Okay, so whatever. All right, let's stop with the excuses. We we need to we need to beat these guys. We need to stomp these guys. This is a it's a really big game, I think, for our psyche. We kind of just we got to get over this. We got to beat these yep. guys. Yeah, man. This is um, you know, you're. I feel like you're you're kind of echoing my thoughts that we had on, on the last pod we did, where I was like, you know, obviously I feel like we can beat them in a seven game series, but I need to see it first. I need I need them to show me that we can actually do this. And like you said, I think that's a great point. It, it, I mean, if if not for anything, it needs to be for their psyche. Like, I don't want to go to the playoffs with them beating us four times this season because um, that's going to give them a mental edge over us. Um, I mean, obviously, the regular season is one thing and the playoffs are another, but the regular season does matter in terms of mental that, that mental edge. So hopefully the Lakers can pull through. We can actually beat the damn Clippers. Um, I'll tell you what, though, man. Kawhi Leonard has been on a tear. Like, his last yep. seven or eight straight games, I think I saw a stat he's had 30. Like his last seven or eight, um, yeah, triple double last night. So <laughs> he, he's something woke him up. Something, something, something booted up the robot to another level. So <laughs> that'd be fun. Yeah, for sure, man. Yeah, um, but like you said, hopefully Paul George is healthy enough to play. I doubt it though, because um, he's like you said, he's still nursing that hamstring injury. So um, you know, even if we do beat them this time, it, the, you know the Clippers fans are going to hang that over our, over our heads. Which is fine, but whatever. Um, you know, obviously, the Lakers are eight and two in the last ten. We we we've had multiple seven game win streaks this year, 
But right now, the guys just look bored and uninterested. Um, I, I guess they're just waiting for that all-star break. Um, I think you kind of said it earlier. It's like the dog days of the season where there's just nothing going on. Uh, what's your thoughts on that, man? Can can the Lakers finish out the all-star, um, the you know pre-all-star break strong? Yeah, because I think you know they kind of cruise to wins for the most part. Um, they, they they turn it on in the second half or the third or fourth quarter for the most part. It's kind of how they've been doing really all year. <laughs> yeah, uh, pretty much. So, and it, we just really take our 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 our, uh, I don't know, our style and our mantra and our and our and our vibe for the game based off of LeBron. It really just depends on how he wants to play, man. So. And really, in all those big games that we've lost, he's kind of been uninterested or, or acting, you know, hurt or whatever, acting passive. So, yep, it just depends on you know if he comes out aggressive and he comes out ready to play. The guys follow right behind him. We, it's kind of sad in the way how much we depend on LeBron. Really, it, it strengthens his MVP, um, you know, case. Really, if you're gonna go there, you know, Giannis is just having such a crazy year. It's, it's tough to see anybody else winning MVP, but that's really LeBron's value. So. We take the tone. He sets the tone. I mean, even when Anthony Davis has great games, it's really mostly depends on what LeBron does. And I don't know if I really want to depend on that so much for a 35-year-old. But I guess that's what we got unless we make any moves. And LeBron says he don't think we need any. So I guess that's what we're not going to do. No, we're definitely going to make some moves. But that was a great answer to the public. That's how you're supposed to answer the media, Kyrie Irving. Um like that was a oh, complete. You think, you think that's what it was? Of course, that was a complete bait question. I didn't think of that because he was in, just that like was Brooklyn too. Yeah, he was just like, nah. Um, I think we got everything we need right now. Like, duh. Why would LeBron go out there and say yeah? So I think me, AD, and uh, Caruso. Yeah, I think you know when 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 we're here next year and the rest of these niggas gone. I mean, like that's well, just he's done that before though. Yeah, I know. With, but... Like Cleveland and stuff. You know, <laughs> we we need a playmaker. Or we need to make some moves. You know. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, it was it was it was a great public answer, LeBron. Um, great trolling, but we need to make a move. I, I I believe. But what about you? Do you do you think the Lakers will make a move before the trade deadline comes up? Man, everything I've read and, and heard about this year is that these guys are just having so much fun and the chemistry is just so great. And you see it on the floor, man. You see how much they're celebrating and when things are going great, it's just it's so exciting. It's been a exciting year to watch as a fan, really, all in all. For sure. Um you know, though we we kind of complain, we see that there's some issues here and there. Like they could use another playmaker. Uh, they can't know, beat play any up. great team. Yeah. Uh, well, they beat great. Te- they beat like the Nuggets. They beat the Jazz. They beat. I mean, beat, um, you know, they're so not. Know they're mean. not on the level of the Clippers or the Bucks. And we, we got Philly tonight with no Embiid, so we'll see. But really, when you look at the teams we've lost to, a lot of them have like those big athletic wings. So I think that's kind of a need we've kind of saw, all, you know, uh, coming to the years that, man, we could use like an Iguodala type, uh, you know, someone else to help guard wings because, you know, LeBron can't guard everybody. He's just not going <laughs> to. We didn't know he's going to come in and play defense. So we kind of thought he wasn't going to guard anybody. Uh, so we was like wondering who's going to guard Paul George and Kawhi, who's going to guard Giannis. Those are the kind of questions we still have. We've lost to those teams and those players have had big numbers against us. So. Uh, we lost to like the Raptors. Pascal Siakam killed us. The Magic, Aaron Gordon, was going off. I mean, mm-hmm. so when you think about it, it's kind of like our weakness. So that's kind of still always been in, in my mind. It's like, man, we need this Iguodala type player, man. Someone who can be that Swiss Army knife, uh, playmaker, defender, knows his role. He'd be perfect for us, man. Um, and I still would like <laughs> to like a Darren Collison. I don't think we need to make any trades, but if we could pick up guys like this off the buyout market, I think that could go a long way. So that's what I'm looking at. I don't I don't think any trades is really what what I'm what I'm looking at. I know you want to, like Derrick Rose or something, but I don't see it. Now. I like our chemistry, so I don't want to subtract. Yeah. You know, um Andre Godala was on first take yesterday. Um and of course Max and everybody was asking him like, you know, what's going on in Memphis and um you know, can you recap what he said? Yeah, because I didn't see. Uh, well, no, because I didn't watch. But I, I just saw the video first take. Uh, but I, I did see that that Memphis said that they're they're not gonna buy him out. Like they're they're going to trade him. That, that's the only way that he's gonna get out of Memphis. Um, but what if the deadline he, passes and he's still there. Then he's screwed. I guess he's just got to start playing. I don't know, or he's got to sit out. I, <laughs> I mean, I I don't know. That's that's a great question. Um, but I I, I did see we we're on first take. They asked him, you know. 
would you prefer to go to the Clippers or the Lakers? And of course, you know, he he, he gave the PC answer like, oh, you know, I'll go where anybody needs me. Blah, blah, blah. But yeah, I don't know, man. Um, it'd be, obviously, it'd be great if the Lakers could get him. I think that he knows that the Lakers would be a better fit. But we'll see. We shall see. So, do you feel like they should make a trade? How, where do you stand? The Lakers? I, I know, yeah, you kind of been off and on, right? You, you, I think you kind of want them to. Yeah, no, yeah, they they ready? need to make a trade. Yeah, um, okay. we need to. You know, I, I saw something on Twitter a few days ago where it was like, you know, Caruso a second, which I don't know where we're gonna get a second from, but it was like Caruso a second and something else for Derrick Rose. And they was like, who 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 says no? And I was like, not me. Um, but you know, Lakers fans love Caruso, so I doubt he's going anywhere. But um, yeah, man, you know, it it, be, it it would be nice if we could we could get another playmaker because to me that's the most glaring thing. Um, we've got to do something about Rondo. We've we've got to have somebody that's good enough to where Rondo doesn't need to play. Um, that's my and, biggest worry is is the yeah. Rondo factor. Yeah, and I've said um, this before. I think he's our biggest danger to taking us down because. The players and the coaches just believe in him too much, man. Like every time somebody <laughs> asks something about Rondo, he's like, "Oh, in the playoffs, you know, he's going to turn it on. He's going to be a right. player. That, right. You know, he's he's a champion. Blah blah blah." Man, look, he's washed, man. He is so washed. Like he can only do this like maybe once a week. So in the playoffs, <laughs> he might give us a game or two, but like you can't, you don't want to rely on that. He's not going to win you four games. When he had that good series against the Pelicans, that was two years ago, right? And mm-hmm. you know. Where was he against the against uh, the Blazers after that? Was, was it the Blazers they played after? Or, no, nah, they the, they the they played the Blazers. Yeah, they played the Warriors next. Yeah, yeah. Where was he against the Warriors? He just disappeared. Like they they game, they schemed him out the game. So when it comes to like the real deal, good teams, they're going to be able to scheme him out. Like we saw this against the Bucks. They just weren't guarding him. Uh, we saw this against the Clippers. So he he's not good, man. Like we got to stop deluding ourselves. Like so, hopefully. Uh, uh, Rob Palenka realized this, or somebody, and you know, just get some insurance, just get another playmaker, man. I'm not saying you gotta do nothing crazy, but I don't want to rely on Rondo. Yeah, I mean, that's best case scenario. I just don't think it's realistic. Like you said, everybody's drinking this Kool Aid from players to the front office in LA, so he's not going anywhere. Um, and just just to wrap it up, man, we've uh, had a, a really good discussion today, but just to wrap it up, uh, the trade deadline is coming up on February 6th, which is next week. Um, wait, no, the week after next, there has been almost no trades compared to last year, but there was like a hundred, uh, what's going on? Where are all the damn trades? Man, that's just on a macro level. You look at the league last year, everybody was setting everything up to clear cap and to kind of maneuver for this past summer where like every player changed teams. <laughs> now this summer, nobody really has cap space, only like bad teams, like the, the Hawks and the, uh, Kakao, Kakao, and and then uh, you know the Hornets teams that aren't really going nowhere. Uh, yeah, all the all the contenders are pretty much capped out, or you know don't made their moves already. So, and there's not really any players really that's going to be free agents this summer. So there's not really not a lot of maneuver, and there's not really any too many stars available. Everybody made their moves this past summer, so there's kind of just maybe small moves to build around that. Um, but I don't I don't think there's going to be any major trades this year. Yeah, man. No, I totally agree. Um, really appreciate it. Really appreciate you coming on the pod. This is a great conversation. Uh, NBA All-Star Weekend is coming up very soon. And uh, I can't wait to see if we were right or not. I think we're going to be right. But then again, the only ones we really agreed on were the Western Conference Reserve. So we'll see what happens, man. But anyway, thank you so much for coming on the pod. Really appreciate it. No doubt, man. Look forward to the next time. Yes, sir. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the Current Era Podcast. Again, shout out to everybody that downloads and supports the uh, the current era Potter. Really, really love you guys. I really appreciate it. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the current era pod and uh, on Facebook at current era podcast. Um, I'm not sure if I'm going to release an episode on Friday or if I'll wait till Monday. I have a few episodes in the can, of course, but um, yeah, I just I don't know. It depends how I'm feeling. I may or may not release an episode on Friday. Uh, we'll see. But there will definitely be an episode on Monday and every Monday and Friday after this week. Uh, This week was kind of special just because of everything that was going on, of course, with Kobe. Um, And, you know, me me and my brother, we we both talked about how huge of Kobe fans we are. So, um, 
I, I, I don't know if he's up to it, but I, I might get him here in studio um, so we can do some type of tribute. Um, but again, we'll see, guys. I have other things that I could put out, but we'll see. I know um, the season or the series finale of Power is going to be this weekend, and I've had a few people hit me up about wanting to do that. Um, but I also have other episodes that I could release too. So we'll see. Again, just depends on how I'm feeling. Can't make any promises, but um, stay tuned. There will be content regardless. And uh, that's all I got to say today, guys. Happy Wednesday, which is weird. <laughs> Mondays and Fridays, but today I released it on Wednesday. And um, I'll see you sometime soon. Don't know if it's going to be Friday or Monday, but it'll be one of those days down the road. Thanks. <laughs>